Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into this week's edition of the Auburn Live Recruiting Show. Today is Thursday, May the 4th. Be with you. So stupid. <laughs> I am your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. If you're not a member of that site, man, there's no better time to get signed up than now. Transfer Portal News Football, Transfer Portal News Basketball, Recruiting, 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 Visits Coming In, Visits Going Out, Commitments Coming In, and Commitments Going Out. We have seen it all just in the past week. we got the Transfer Portal and the football certainly heating up. The quarterback situation is on fire. Here to talk to me about it all, Mr. J. Head and Mr. Cole Pinkson. How about you, fellas? How about you, brother? All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Well, excuse me, language. How about you? How about you? How about you, everybody? How about you, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Neves. Uh, listen, we're going to get to the big talk of the town, man. We we thought last week that this week we would have a lot more to talk about as far as quarterbacks are concerned. We were absolutely right. And we will get to that. Before we do, man, I know Jay head was looking for a car. He's driving back and forth to his new mm-hmm. home. And I said, hey, give Caleb Schofield a call right there at Mike Patton Auto in the uh, LaGrange, Georgia. He's got it all, man. Uh Give him a call, 334-531-0996. New Ford, Lincoln, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Hondas. Fantastic used car lot with even more diverse selection. All those used cars have to pass a multi-point inspection before they even put them on the lot. They don't even think about it, man. got to pass that multi-point inspection. Then they back those cars with a free three-month, 3,000-mile warranty. The new cars come with a free lifetime powertrain warranty, unlimited time, unlimited mileage. You can't get to Caleb in LaGrange, Georgia. But you know what you want? Let him find it for you. He'll have it shipped directly, delivered to you at your home. And if you're not in the market for a car, know somebody who is, need $300, send them to Caleb. He'll send you $300, man. A cute puppy, can't beat it. Great deal. Caleb Stokefield, 334-531-0996. Folks, give him a call. Tell him we sent you. All right, fellas. A new week, new news. We have seen, let's get to the top. I mean, everybody, listen, the biggest news right now in Auburn football news is the firing of Bo Hannon from Alabama. The baseball coach was fired <laughs> for reasons unknown, although there is a cloud of suspicion and the, uh, the gambling in, uh, it wasn't Vegas, it was Ohio cutting off yeah. uh, Alabama games. Uh, he has since been fired. So interesting. That was a, that was the talk of the day. Secondly, to that biggest news is the transfer portal quarterback. It looks like Auburn's got two guys that are zeroed in on Casey Thompson from Nebraska, Peyton Thorne from Michigan State. Casey Thompson visited last weekend. We think Peyton Thorne could visit this weekend, although Jay has not so sure. He hasn't already snuck in. Well, I, you know, I have no idea what he has or he hasn't done. Um, I, I think that that situation is turning in the right direction. Let's put it like that. And what I will say is um, is that I think he meets the criteria for everything they're looking for in a transfer portal quarterback. 
He's got two years that can function as a bridge piece. If he is successful there, then they can give way to a plethora of quarterbacks that you've recruited. Um, you've got Holden Gurner there already on campus, who's just a redshirt freshman this coming season. Hank Brown, who will be a freshman this year, and obviously Walker White is your big commitment this season. So to have a two-year get a bridge there, to be to have competent quarterback play and elevate everybody else in that room, I think is exactly what they're looking for. Now, this is a dirty word sometimes with regard to quarterbacks, but I think he is a game manager that has the potential to make big-time down-the-field throws and offers you a little bit of athleticism as well to be able to kind of pull it every now and again on, the, on some quarterback run action, hold the edge a little bit. So while he's not as dynamic an athlete as a Casey Thompson, I think that Mr. Thorne brings a lot to the table that can be offered there that, you know, this coaching staff is looking for. And as we've talked about before, he's kind of cut from that cloth of a Chad Kelly. He's kind of cut from that cloth of a guy like um, Bo Wallace. You know, he can do a lot of those things, things that Hugh Freeze is very familiar with, things a guy like Philip Montgomery is comfortable with because, you know, while he's famous for having RG3, there are several other quarterbacks that he had there, and I'm trying to think of the one's name. Cole, help me out here. Um, that didn't, and they were highly successful with those guys. Yeah. You know, they they were more in this mold. I, I'll think of one of them was actually drafted, I believe, to the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, there was one named Charlie, I think. But I, am I wrong on that? This is bad podcasting right now, guys. My bad. <laughs> Let me get the name. Who, who, what are we talking about? A, a quarterback for Philip Montgomery? Yeah, at yes. Baylor. Couple of guys uh, yeah. there. Basically, what he's, he's saying that he wasn't just RG three; he had different types of guys at Baylor, right? Correct. And closer to what maybe Thorne would be at Auburn, uh, less of the running guy, but more of the you know game manager throwing type. Which that's what I wrote about on the corner today is that Thorne is more of your game manager if you're trying to if you're trying to decide between Thorne and Thompson, who are the top two guys we think right now. Thompson's maybe got more of a ceiling of playmaking. Um, you, you think with Auburn, what they have right now, with the receiver room, what they got right now, you think maybe the quarterback needs to be a little bit more of a playmaker. And that's why I lean toward Thompson at one point. Hmm. I also, Bryce Petty, that's it. Yep. Good, oh, good my. Call good call. There. Man. Yeah. yeah, he was. That's he was, some solid podcasting right there, folks. <laughs> hey, I appreciate you. I you mean, know, hey. a little flex on my part, but hey. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't come up with that name. Jay had put it in the private chat there. I just repeated it. Yes, that's correct. Bryce Petty. But with, with what Auburn's looking at on offense with skill, skill wise, you got Rivaldo Fairweather. You think he's going to be really good. You got Camden Brown. You think he's going to be good. But there's some missing pieces there. So you think your quarterback needs to be more like a Bo Nix, where he can make things happen. But there's still a little bit of time here with the transfer portal, and you might get a couple more offensive weapons while you're at it. And you got a nice backfield and a somewhat revamped offensive line. Maybe the game manager is what Hugh Freeze thinks is best for this offense. Well, I think we would all agree that each of us independently, not collaborating our intel, but independently, each of us would say there's a 99% chance that Auburn adds one of Casey Thompson or Peyton Thorne. Yeah. The only reason it's keeping me from 100 is because it ha hasn't happened yet. Nothing is ever for certain in recruiting, sure. but 99% chance, I think each of us would agree, Auburn is going to get one of these two quarterbacks. Uh, we talk about elevating 
the room, but we talk also about are they going to help this team to one or two more wins? Does either one of the does it, so we've got Auburn at I think six wins is pretty much the average of what we had with Auburn right now. Yes. Right. Okay, so now you bring in a Peyton Thorn or a Kent Casey Thompson. Now you're looking at at least a game or two better. I think so. I, I think that's. I think it's a game. I, I feel comfortable going from six to seven wins just by adding that one piece. Does it, it matter? Either one, right? Casey or Peyton. Yeah. You don't think one of them is worth three games and one of them three wins and one of them is worth one? No, I, I, think, I, I agree. I, I think that they're both worth a win right now, and then what you can put around them with the, with the remainder of the transfer portal. Can you go out and get a Jaden Muskrat to solidify your offensive line? Can you go out and get a few more weapons on the outside? As you know, it's some targets at wide receiver. A few guys that we had on campus last weekend would be nice in that lineup. So. Yeah. If you can add a few more of those pieces to go along with a quarterback, well, maybe now we're talking about eight wins. You know, so you've increased your margin of error by two. I'll, I'll say this, Jayhead. Yeah, the quarterback's important there. That's part of it, and, and getting a, maybe one or two more wins on the schedule. But Jalen McLeod. Oh, how, how, I know we were going to transition that somehow, but I couldn't help but say it. If we're talking about more wins <laughs> – the speed edge rusher, man. Well, golly, Auburn has been needing that, needing it bad. And and, exactly. you, and you're talking about a revamped defense, if we're being honest here, with Justin Rogers up front, um, Austin Keys at linebacker, a couple of guys there to make it better. You know, I, I think the defense has got to come along with that quarterback help. I, I agree. Cole. Cole, I wanted to touch on something you said. Dang, man, I'm Sherry Sires. <laughs> Mm. Turn your mouth inside out, huh, bro? <laughs> Some good struggling over there. <laughs> mm. oh, that, that makes that makes my pinch of snuff a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a little little pre snuff cherry sour. Uh, that's funny. Nicole, you said tell everybody what you said about uh, Jalen McLeod in comparison to Jeff Holland. Yeah. Well, um, basically, that Jeff Holland was the last guy that could actually bend the edge. Uh, and he was a pass rush specialist. I like to use that term because, to, okay, when I'm looking at Jalen McLeod on film, one thing keeps jumping out to me about not Jalen McLeod, but about Appalachian State. Appalachian State did not have to use Jalen McLeod on every snap. No. They used him a lot, don't get me wrong, but he was not an every-down guy, and he didn't have to be. You know why? They had depth. They had it a guy that could set the edge in his position. They could drop him out to a stand-up edge. They could pull him down and, and put his hand on the ground, Jalen McLeod. Or they could throw in their guy that's better at setting the edge and not worry about McLeod, give him a breather, right? Mm-hmm. Auburn didn't have that. No. I, Auburn hasn't had that in the last two or three seasons. And that's been one of the biggest issues, in my opinion. You have to have okay, we talk about traits, right? You have to have the trait in different people. You can't have a guy that plays every down. just doesn't work. You could ask Jeremy Garrett and, and, and Josh Aldridge the same thing. Nobody in college football needs to be playing every single snap on, on, the, on that side of the ball. Not anymore. You know, that's not how it is anymore. It's better to have rotation at each position. Well, now you have a guy who's better at setting the edge and Elijah McAllister. Yep. You've got a young buck. And Keldrick Falk, who, you know, we hear all the buzz in the world about, and he's coming along. It's going to take him a minute, but he's got 
you know, he'll have flashes. And then you've got McLeod, your speed rusher, which is like your Jeff Holland on that defense in 2013. Well, Holland was 2013. D Ford was 2013. And D's another guy size-wise that McLeod compares to. Now, D had elite twitch off the edge, and I'm never going to compare anybody to D Ford just because um, Mm. that first step from him was elite. Yeah, it was. But Jalen McLeod, it, it, you're, you're right, Cole. He's 1%, got a great amount of get-off. Um, he's very quick. Definitely he's developed as a pass rusher because he does have some hand rotation, hand movements that he can utilize, mm-hmm. um, some different pass rush moves. Um, so where he can long-arm guys and, and a multitude of other things. So he's going to be a developed pass rusher when he gets there and a guy that can probably get you six, maybe seven sacks in the SEC next year. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, look. He's already played SEC teams, and while Texas A&M may not be the best team, he put up two sacks and a strip sack against them like this past year. That's a team you're going to have to play in division. Exactly. So, you know what I mean? He's about a, the tackle he went against was Reuben Fothery, who was a big Auburn target at one time, and he was a four-star top 100 offensive lineman. I mean, you could say he's a bust or whatnot, but this is a team you will play. Correct. Right? This is a team you will play in conference in your division, and he dominated in that game. Yep. So this is a guy that can come in and really give you some twitch off the edge, and I don't think they're done there by any means because you're right. You do need depth. And I do think in an ideal world, Keldrick Falk's going to start getting snaps at that five tech, which is sure. where he's going to, in my honest opinion, he's going to project to in a season from now anyway. Agreed. His body is going to continue to grow and mature into that where you're going to be playing that opposite defensive end position. So this kind of free, if you can land another edge in this class, and we had one in this past weekend, and I know they'd love to take another, it would allow you to some versatility there to utilize Keldrick Falk in a little bit of a different role. And look, losing a guy like Jeffrey Emba, it would kind of be advantageous for Auburn to have Keldrick Falk to be able to use that way. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey, is is that what you wanted uh, about Jeff Holland there? Was that what you were looking for? Yes. I mean, <clears throat> I thought that was a, a very uh, impressive Comparison. Jeff Holland was freaking. He was fun to watch. Well, he was. Since Mullen, baby. He was great, and he was the last one that Auburn had really that was just a specialist Uh, getting around the edge. What What happened with Jeff Holland every time? And this is something Auburn has not had. Whether he was going to make the play or not, he was going to make the quarterback step up into the pocket. The good thing about that defensive line is you had Derrick Brown and Marlon Davidson and John Davis Russell who were giving you a push from the inside too. Well, you, right. you got a you got a little bit of that this this coming season with Marcus Harris. Um, you know, Jason Jones could provide it at times. Justin Rogers. Yes. I, I'm I'm going to keep saying Deron Reed coming in. I think you need to watch that guy. I really do. We, we don't. We don't really know what to expect from Quintrell Travis. Maybe he's that type of guy that can help you get the push from the inside. And but, don't forget the kid from Maryland. Oh, yeah, Mosiah. Mosiah yeah. is the guy. So, Kike is how I was told it's said now. It's possible. And again, <laughs> again us, us and the names here. What, 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 what is it? Kike. Nasili Kite? Nasili Kite. It's possible. Y'all want to just call him McIlderry? That Polynesian flavor coming off my tongue today, fellas. <laughs> Kite, eh? Yeah. Anyway, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying, though. you got guys like that that can give you the inside push because you know a guy like McLeod is going to make that quarterback step into the pocket every time, and if they don't, they're going to be running into him. 
You think he's a day one contributor? Yes, absolutely. I think I I put the the article out a day or two before Jalen McLeod was in the class, but um, for Auburn's outlook for the 2024 draft, if he's a guy that, you know, if he was in the roster at that point, I would have put him in that article. I feel pretty confident saying that. You know, we talked about the quarterback getting Auburn to seven wins. In our opinion, listen, we're just throwing – this is just talking pieces, right? Is sure. there another couple of guys that can get Auburn to eight? Like, is, can you get – you know, you get a quarterback. You get one of Casey Thompson you get uh, or Peyton Thorne. Now, we're at – hypothetically, we're at seven wins now. That's what we're saying. Auburn is at seven wins. Is there another – wide receiver, another edge, another linebacker? Is it a combination of three or four guys? Jaden Muskrat, Jay had said earlier, to get them to eight, maybe nine, eight and a half? I think it's a receiver. Mm, I think it's got to be a receiver next. Well, there's a couple of them that are available. I don't know where Auburn stands in the running for guys like Keon Coleman. Um the big-time wide receiver from UTSA. I, I'm having a hard time placing his name right now. Kamari. Kamari. Kamari Franklin. Franklin. Those guys are difference makers on the outside. You land one of those, well, not only do you get to eight, you might get to nine, Jeffrey. That's how, okay. that's how special I think one of those two guys are. Right. Wow. Um, I yeah. think if you land some of our other targets. Um, yeah, Coleman, he's the uh, Michigan State wide receiver. And if I'm not mistaken, he's from Louisiana. Or is that my, He's I originally think, from Louisiana. I think LSU thinks they've got a pretty good shot with him. But I, I listen. I've talked to, and I, I've I've been doing my homework, trying to at least trying my damnedest to get as much information as I can. It's tough to get on, on these transfers. But Keon Coleman, Peyton Thorne, both of those guys. You know, at, at least one of the guys I've talked to thinks that they both will visit this weekend, and. I'm not. I, I'm not confident in that. Otherwise, I would report it. Hell, I would post it. But I, we're just talking here, so right. I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. I, I, honestly, I, I almost expect Thorne to. Uh, but but at least one person thinks maybe Coleman will be with him. I don't think Auburn's the team to beat. And I don't think he does either. I think right. LSU feels good about him coming back home. I don't know. I think there was a U.S. There's a couple of other. I mean, everybody's on Keon Coleman. Everybody, and so my understanding is Auburn's definitely trying to get in the mix there. there. There's no question that they have their hat in the ring and that they are legitimately working to get him on campus. I believe he's officially visiting Florida State today or tomorrow. Okay. He's scheduled to go there. LSU Maybe that's who it was, not USC. It was Florida State and LSU. Yeah, LSU feels like they are heavily in the mix. Oklahoma was 100% tampering with him. Cool. Um, so they're, they're going to have their hat in the mix. Good job, OU. And, Hmm. UNC with Drake May, who, look, if you're a wide receiver trying to go to the NFL, who better than to feed you the football than Drake May, and specifically yeah. in that offense? So, and then there's Auburn, um, who's pushing to get a visit, who needs a wide receiver, who can offer him plenty of playing time with a quarterback that he's familiar with. So, there's no doubt that we're pressing there. Can we be a legitimate factor? I don't know yet. You know, that's that's the let's get him on campus and we'll see where we go from there. You know, we're, we're jumping all over the place here, um, but this is kind of how it goes with uh, with the transfer portals. This weekend, we, you talked about Larry Nixon coming in, Cole, uh, potentially probably going to have a couple of more, uh, obviously Thorne and Coleman being a couple of those possibilities. We failed to mention T.J. Finley. Yes. 
DJ Finley is deuces. And look, salute the kid. Okay? Absolutely. You know what? TJ came here. He did what he was supposed to do in the classroom. He graduated. He handled himself well by all accounts. He was not a problem in the locker room. He had one episode where he needed to take a step away from the team for mental health, and then he came right back and competed this this spring. And I hope that TJ lands someplace that allows him to put something on tape so that he has the opportunity to go on and continue his football career, whether that's you know, in the Canadian Football League or in one of these spring leagues or maybe even the NFL if he really matures and, and, and shows something that he hasn't to this point. But, look, no ill will towards T.J. Finley. He came in. He did what he was supposed to do. He's graduated and he's moving on. And hat tip to you, Big Dog, for doing those things. And you know what? He was very well liked amongst his teammates. Yes. Very well liked. I mean, to the point where there were a couple of players that – didn't appreciate people dogging him. A couple yeah. of star players on this team that would, would defend him to the last breath, man. The, he, and that says a lot about him and, and how he how he was perceived by his own people, man. There was uh, he had a lot of fans uh, on that team. You know, well, we we've all known he was heading towards the portal, and we've known that for a while. So. All he had to do was, you know, sit out of spring and, and wait for that moment, but he didn't. He went through spring. He, uh, you know, gave the he gave them another look at quarterback. He helped out other teammates in the process. So, good on him, man. Speaking of quarterbacks, gosh, like I said, we, we're just bouncing here today, folks. Bear, bear with us. But every time I get a thought, I'm like, yeah, let's let's talk about that. But okay, we talked about the 99 percent sure we 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 all are that Auburn's going to get one of Casey Thompson and or, or Peyton Thorne. Yep. Yep. Okay, how much of that? Let's just round it up to a hundred. Yeah, I'm, I'm at a hundred. Let's round it up to a hundred. So, okay, so how much of your percentage of that hundred are you putting on Casey Thorne, and how much are you going to put on Kay, uh, not, uh, Peyton Thorne and Casey Thompson? Are you seventy-five twenty-five? Are you ninety ten? Let's go eighty twenty Thorne okay. to Thompson, um, just because. I do think there's a slight possibility that Michigan State is trying to recruit him to return to Michigan State and or there could be another team that is interested um, that could, you know, potentially have his attention. Right now I, I feel pretty heavily that Peyton Thorne is going to land at Auburn, but I couldn't even tell you who the second team is for Casey Thompson, whereas I know that Michigan State is actively trying to bring Peyton Thorne back out of the portal and get him to come back to Michigan to East Lansing. I don't know who that other team is for Casey Thompson, so I feel like if we pivot, Casey Thompson's in. He's he's waiting, in, you know, in the, in the captain's seat. What what teams are left besides Auburn that want a quarterback? Florida, and I thought they would be they would, but they haven't pushed right now. At this so point. who? What other what what other Power Five SEC or big you know Power Five school is wanting a quarterback right now? I I, I can't think of any. Vandy. Like I said, what Power Five school? <laughs> So no, I mean, it's like Auburn by default, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Let, let's, let's start over. What, what percentage of your one hundred is towards Peyton Thorne? What, which one towards <laughs> Jay Hid? Oh, that's Zach. That Zach. Yeah. Zach's in the chat saying he said power, Cole. Power, power. <laughs> well, I'm just saying I don't know Vandy's quarterback situation, but I feel sure they would. Hey, oh, absolutely. Vandy whipped Florida last year with yep. that. 
with that bum at quarterback. So, you know, mm-hmm. let us not get overly confident here about Auburn going into Nashville thinking we're just going to roll that game. Oh, yeah, you should never. Our, our position. you got to watch Bandy. They'll, they'll sneak up on you. But, yeah. Your percentage. My, my percentage is the same as Jay Head's. 80-20. 80-20. Thorn. Yeah. Thorn. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, my, I just feel like Casey Thompson would be in already if that was the the Com- unanimous decision. Which is right. why I would I, I'm almost ready to go ninety. Right. Uh, I think the only way Thorne doesn't end up at Auburn is if he goes back to Michigan State, and the only way Casey Thompson gets in at Auburn is by default of Thorne not wanting in. And listen, this is all from the Auburn side. I'm sure all of our information is from the Auburn side. I. Oh, one hundred percent. Very little. I have very, but very little of my information is coming from the Thorn side of things, or, or, or the non-Auburn side of things. And even then, it's Auburn. Yeah. Yeah. So I think if if Casey Thompson is your quarterback come August the first, Peyton Thorn didn't want to come. I agree. I I, I think it's on. It is on Peyton Thorne right now, and what he chooses to do will drive what happens with Casey Thompson. Completely agree with Cole. If if Casey Thompson was the guy Hugh Freeze wanted, he'd be in the boat right now. Yeah, he, he'd have left committed, right? I think so. I don't think Casey Thompson's waiting. Yeah, what, are you, what are you waiting on right now? To take other visits? Nobody else wants you. <laughs> I mean, and that's not a, 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 a slight to either one of those two guys. It's just that nobody needs you, right? Not that, we, not yeah. that we're aware of. Not that That's, we're aware of. Yeah. It, you know, it, there's always unknowns with the transfer portal. And what you don't know is, is there another team that's got, you know, they've got a quarterback situation, but they'd love to bring somebody in to drive a competition in the fall. I mean, Lane Kiffin will take you. Oh, of course he will. <laughs> yeah. He got, he got three guys right now. <laughs> he, only, he only has three. Yeah. Right. And each one of them think they should start. Yes. <laughs> Okay, well, that's uh, listen, I, I think we all agree maybe by this time next week we're talking about the newest commitment, the newest addition at quarterback. Yes. I think, I think, we I think a week from today Auburn's done at quarterback. Yeah, I would say so. I think we're talking receivers this time next week because, like you said, the quarterback is done, and now we're starting to get some action there because you have a quarterback in place that you can sell in addition to Robbie Ashford. Speaking of wide receivers, Montana Lamonius Craig has visited. Uh, Caleb Burton has visited the, uh, from Ohio State. Montana from uh, Montana from Colorado. Yes. Montana from Colorado. In uh, who else has visited? No other receivers that we're aware of. There's a couple that we're, we're keeping track of. Yes. 
Cole mentioned a couple before the show. We'll do some more homework on that before we th- start throwing. Well, I mean, if you want to throw that out there, Cole. No, nah, let's let's make okay. sure. <laughs> I, I, I'd like to do that. I, I completely agree. But, yeah, uh, just, you know, we don't know for sure who's going to show up again. I, we said that last week. You know, you just almost got to go sit at the complex and just see who walks through mm-hmm. because it's on again, off again with some of these guys, and, and that's how the interest is from Auburn side. Oh, we like this guy. Well, tomorrow we may like somebody better. You just need to wait and see who's going to show up, and that's usually your best bet. Which is why it's a big deal when they do show up. I mean, you know, somebody asks, like, you know, you, you write a visit story. Hey, he sets visit, but and then you write another story when he arrives. Shit, man, when he arrives is a bigger story than when he set a visit. That's the story, if you ask that, me. That, I completely agree. You think about uh, what's the kid's name, Hudson, who yeah, set a Jordan. visit, Jordan yep. Hudson. And, of course, I don't – is he committed to T- SMU yet? He is not. Now, so that's an interesting one to me. Because what's holding him up, if that's the made hand that everybody thought it was, and look, I'm one of those that believed it to be. Like the, the intel I got was they – now, unless SMU's trying to downplay the tampering aspect of it. It's been which, done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you tamper somebody, that's you don't possible. want them to commit the next day. You want them to put some time in there. Correct. I talk mean, to think some other it. teams, set up some other yeah. visits, and then commit. Right. Who's the quarterback from uh, Oklahoma, Caleb, um, that ended up USC? Yeah, Caleb Williams, yeah. who acted, you know, like he was going to visit some other places, but it was a made yeah. hand to USC the entire time. Maybe that's the same situation with Jordan Hudson, where they're going to give the appearance of, yeah, there's some interest elsewhere, but I'm, you know, I know where I'm that, going. That's kind of my point, Jayhead, because there is so much tampering. Some yeah. of these, some of these decisions are made before they ever hit the portal. Let's just be 100%. honest. <laughs> I don't know the specifics on that, and they don't want you to know the specifics on that, obviously. So that's why. Our jobs are harder with the portal because sure. it's like it's, there's so much false information out there. I don't want to give you false hope and give you a name and you go, oh, I can't wait till he gets there Saturday, and he's not. He never shows up. Right. We're not trying to do that. We're trying to let you know what's going on. So, you know, if there's a name floating out there, we'll we'll wait and see. And, and you know, we, we we've said on this show many times if you don't have if you don't know who, who's going the, into the portal already from doing yeah, your you, back, you're out door. <laughs> yeah. You're behind at least, right? Correct. If you didn't and know Peyton Thorne was going into the portal, you're behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And look, it, I think people sometimes don't realize all the things that we hear about names that are potentially going to enter the portal, things that leak out. You know what I mean? Contact not from Auburn, but all across college football. I mean, look, who's the the Pratt kid from Tulane? Michael. Mike, they, Florida thought they had that done. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, they thought that was a done deal. So, look, it's this is how it is in college football now. And it's unfortunate, and I wish that it weren't this way. And it, You know what I mean? But kids know what they're going to do. The good ones know what they're going to do before they enter the portal. Not guys that are searching for playing time elsewhere. Kids that 100% are entering the portal, they, you know what I mean, that are primetime players, they know where they're going before they hit. Or they have a couple of schools they yeah. know they can go to when they hit. It, Listen, it, that's not tampering. If I'm if I'm a Hunter Dickinson at Michigan State, or I mean at right. Michigan, yeah. look before the season's over, I I, I want to leave. Hey hey, high school coach man, will you call Kansas <clears throat> and see if they might be interested? Right. Call hey, will you call North Carolina and see if they might be interested? Because I don't yeah. want to jump in this portal. Not I mean Hunter Dickinson's going to have his choice of schools, but that's just kind of in, in general. 
if I'm a player, before I jump in, I'm going to make sure that there's a couple of schools that would be interested. So there's some – to me, that's not tampering. Now, it might be the definition of tampering, but if, if if high school coach calls me and I'm the head coach at Auburn and says, hey, man, would you might be interested in, uh, you know, Peyton Thorne if he were to hit the portal? Hell, yes, I would be. That's not tampering. That's just saying, hey, man, if he hits yeah. the portal, absolutely I'd be interested. We need Correct. a guy. That's, yeah. that's definitely going on. You also have the kid himself who's sat there and he understands – Maybe he has a friend at another school, and he's like, "Hey, man, quarterback position's open here." You know, yep. you ought to. That happens too. It's not always dirty, and because all these different situations happen, there's no way of detecting tampering. There's really not. No, you, you open the box. Now you're not. You're not going to detect it. Hey, we were gonna we were gonna um, wrap it up, but before we do, we want to talk about Markel Bell real quick. Cole, the junior college offensive yeah. tackle from Holmes Community College, who has locked in an official visit for to Auburn next Friday, May the twelfth, and he is a guy who has four years to play three, and um, got got he's six nine three forty five, or at least that's what he's listed. Yeah, gosh, Cole, uh, kind of a raw raw guy. Would you say that's fair? I'll just be honest. When I hear six nine three whatever he is, that's is it too that's big? Not, that's not a. It's very rare that that works out when you're that. Marcus big. McNeil is the only one that I can think of that's yeah. close to being like that. King Dunlap. King Dunlap. That's a better comparison right there. I mean, King, King took a lot. Yeah, King, King was a yeah. developmental guy. Sure. Well, yeah, it took a while, right? Yes. I mean, he didn't get in there, and he went. He had a nice little pro career, so it can happen. Don't get me wrong, but that's usually like a just a small red flag for me when they're that big. It's just it just means if they were a little bit smaller, do they have the athleticism to actually play? Probably not. They they're probably not as athletic as you want them to be. So you're giving up a little bit of that, but you know the raw power's there. It's going to be there. And I've watched him on film. He's, you know, he's okay. He he doesn't fire me up a whole lot. Um okay. But what he does, and I think Jay had made this point. I would have passed it to him here if he was still with us, but he's, you know, he's having Wi-Fi issues in his hotel there. Um, but um, Eston, EJ Harris is the only guy really you have in that 23 class uh, that's a freshman, sophomore, or whatever moving up because Colby Smith was he not in that class? So that he's gone now. Yes, he was. Sure was. All right, so. Uh, is EJ Harris the only guy left? And Drew Bobo was committed and didn't make it. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's it. If I'm missing somebody, so yeah, getting another guy in that class I think is important to continue to work on. He'll have a few years to get better, and he's got the frame that you would never have to worry about him being too small or not enough length. So I think it makes sense. And if you have the spots available, which they do after the transfer portal exits, and you may not fill all those spots through the transfer portal. Why not? You know. Hey, well let's uh, let's let's get to some how about you's Cole, and then uh, we'll wrap this thing up. I've got uh, I've got seven. Okay. What you got? I got one. That I, I didn't write him down this week, but one guy, absolutely, uh, just <laughs> about about. I woke up before my wife this morning and started working a little bit. I about woke her up because I got to laughing so hard at what he wrote on J.D. Piquel's, uh thread. He said uh, something about, I like the way you answer this, and I will forget about the fact that you look like Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> who, you don't know who it was? It was Coochie Rabbit. Oh, man. That's fine yeah. because the guy at the top of my list, 
Coochie Rabbit. Hey, I, I can't remember what I posted, but he posted a little meme of a guy sticking his finger out of a zipper. <laughs> oh my God. I do have another one. Johnny Knox 07 is my other one. Oh, for sure. There you he go. Made, he got me in on the graphics there. <laughs> I love it, man. I absolutely gotta, love it. Got to keep the Johnny Knox on there. All right, yep. so we had Coochie Rabbit times two. I had, uh, how about you, the Manga, Mandingo Warrior. How about you, the Cannabis Culture. He had another fun. This dude, matter of fact, how about you to Chris Ray? Because Chris Ray posted like this run-on sentence, and Cannabis Culture replied like, I finally found somebody who smokes more than me. <laughs> oh, Ooh. All right. how about you to EC Tiger? How about you to Joe Reed? And how about you to Wally Coyote? Oh, good one. Oh, man, I can't remember. He, he posted something I was, uh, it was to die for. Oh, there he is. Came back. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't get out of here without hearing you guys talk about uh, your junior college offensive tackle prospect. Yep. We we talked about him. I mm. was connected to you, though, because you made the point about E.J. Harris being like the only guy in that whole class on the offensive line. Yeah, that was. I, I used your point, Jayhead, because I thought that was good. I mean, that would be the biggest reason to take him, right? Absolutely. It is the it's layered depth, like we've always talked about. When you don't have appropriate numbers per class, it, st- it causes things to stagnate, and you have to take nine guys in a class like you did this past year. So having that layered depth that you can cultivate and develop is vitally important, specifically when you got a piece of clay like him. And just to fill you in, we kind of compared him to King Dunlap, who was a guy at Auburn with the same kind of size and limited a little bit athletically and found his way, you know, he worked his way into a spot at Auburn and then a nice little pro career. So it can definitely happen if you're that big. It's just, you know, it's a little bit, it's tough. It's a little tougher for you. I would agree. And with that, I'll give a how about you to Big Sexy. Oh, slap in the face. I will not be giving one to him. (laughs) You good on that. Acquired taste there. Uh, by the way, Wiley posted it was a, it was a meme of uh, poop bit poot poop bit of jag Pete Buddha jag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was highly offensive, but it was also very funny. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Anyways, how about you folks? Um, all right, we're gonna wrap it up there, man. But uh, we will be back Sunday. What's that? In two days, three days to talk uh, whatever y'all want to talk about, man. We'll be back for the call-in show again. Looking for a car in or around. The United States of America, give Mr. Caleb Schofield a call there, 334-531-0996. Know what you want. Give him a call. He'll find it. He'll send it to you. Have it delivered to your front door if that's what you want. Make it happen, man. Tell him we sent you. Hey, we appreciate everybody listening. Appreciate everybody watching. And for Cole, for Jay Head, for Zach in the back, I'm Jeffrey Lee, man. Y'all set at left lane. See ya. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.